Hello and welcome to Precure Podcast Engaged, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I'm the ultimate life form, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> Shadow, what are you doing here? Where's Cassidy? <laughs> <laughs> My voice hurts. So, like... <clears throat> I didn't have water for three and a half hours, and now my voice is basically just Shadow the Hedgehog by default. Well, Shadow, I hope you like Pretty Care. Anime is one of the few things we got on the Space Colony arc. <laughs> Today, you're going to be talking about episode 15 of Futariwa, A Really Dangerous Family Vacation. Also known in America as, We Need a Vacation. A really dangerous family vacation, you know. There's a plane <laughs> flying in the sky. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. I can, like, feel that in the headphones. <sighs> <laughs> we should talk about this episode. We probably should. <laughs> so we start episode 15. At the school, where they'll all eat in lunch. Uh, Nagisa has those little, like, hot dogs that are, uh, like, turn into octopuses that she's eating. Have you ever had, uh, food made into, like, mm -hmm. little, like, designs? Um, I have eaten the creature known as Nannerpuss. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know about Nannerpuss? No. Hold on, I want to send you a Nannerpuss picture. <laughs> Great, I can't wait to see this. Oh! He loves pancakes. You can call me Nannerpuss, Nannerpuss. And guess what? I love pancakes. Great, I can't wait to learn things about you, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's, but that was, I never had an official Nannerpuss, have you? I've, I've only made one. See, I forget bananas can also be called Nanners. Mm-hmm. But I, I never had one myself. I feel like the most inventive foods like that i've had are like the ants on a log mm. back when i would eat raisins because now i hate raisins uh, raisins are pretty good if you ask me well if you ask me uh, they're not <laughs> but during this lunch we learn that nagisa's family is going to go on vacation they're going to this lakeside uh hotel uh, that her dad, yeah. Uh, they. She said she's not sure if it's a hotel or not. They just know that she. She just knows that they're going around a lake. Yeah, I mean it is a inn of some sort. Yeah, it's it's um 
The only reason I'm saying it is because she's surprised that it's an inn later. Yeah. She's like, what? It's not a hotel? Um, so I don't- I don't know what she was expecting. <laughs> neither do I. What's like the practical- I mean, honestly, an inn would have more amenities, I feel like, based on what yeah. I've seen. And I feel like an inn fits with like a lakeside location. Yeah. Yeah. So she's not sure exactly where she's going with her family. Her dad planned it out. And then, uh, cause she's talking to her friends, Vina and Shiho, mm-hmm. and they turn to Honoka and say, aren't you also going somewhere? And she's like, yeah, me and my grandmother had planned this whole trip. We're going to this, uh, inn, also by a lake. Hmm. They're both going to lakes. Hmm, there's rumors of strange things happening near this lake. And Honika thinks that something will probably happen. She's very excited. I don't remember if this was a thing before that Honika's really into, like, ghosts or strange happenings. It doesn't feel out of place. No. But, like, she says that in uh, Nagisa's friends also seem... Really excited by the prospect of them encountering something. Oh, see, I read it as them being like, like, man, that Honoka sure is weird for thinking about ghost stuff. Huh. I know Nagisa says that she's strange, but I don't know. I read it that they were like, hmm, something strange happening by a lake. I thought they were like, also, hmm. like, interested by the idea of some strange phenomena. Huh. So we cut to, after the uh, opening, to Nagisa walking towards the place with her family. And she's kind of like not paying attention because she's thinking about what happened last episode. Yeah, we get a mental recap. Yes. You know, we had, she says we had a pretty cure imposter, which is interesting because it's imposters. But that's like just nitpicky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sh- she's not sure what's gonna happen next. Like, what? What's next? You know, what are the Dusukus I'm gonna throw at us next? So she's very excited about relaxing, and she nearly. <laughs> she says that. Uh, she says they gotta be more careful, and then she almost walks away from her family because she's just spacing out. Mm-hmm. And her dad's like, "Hey, where are you going?" And this is where it's revealed that they're staying at an inn. And Nagisa's, like, surprised by this, because cause it's like, it's not a hotel. Yeah, I, I I, think it's just a cultural thing, maybe, that I just don't understand. Maybe. And <laughs> we meet for the first time the owner of this inn, who just, like, pops up behind the family. What a creepy old man. <laughs> yes. And he, he scares the family, and then later he scares both uh, Nagisa and her brother, Ryuta. Because, like, they're looking around, and he, like, turns around with this, like, demon mask on, scaring them. This guy really likes popping out and just scaring the people at this inn. Yeah, he, I just, I don't like him. I mean, I didn't dislike him, but he's definitely a character. Uh, anyways, turns out Honoka's there, too. Yep. What a coincidence. Hmm. Coincidence. Hmm. Yeah. Nagisa is really excited to see her, and then Ryota is also excited to see that Honoka is here. 
because it's implied throughout this episode that he has, like, a little baby crush on Honoka, which mm. Nagisa does tease him about, and then used to her advantage later on in the episode when she wants to sneak out with Honoka. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. So, the families, like, are drinking tea together, and each family is like, oh, thanks for, you know, we really appreciate you looking out for our children. And, <laughs> Hon- not Honoka, Nagisa's dad is very much a dad, because he has very bad dad joke that he says. Yes, because it comes up that Honoka is in the science club, and he was like, oh, I used to be pretty into science, and every now and then I look, I still have thoughts about getting a Nobel Prize. Although lately it's probably more like a drinking prize, and then it's because words are similar in Japanese. Yes. It's, I'm wondering. The word is literally like one letter difference instead of the B in Nobel, or I'm not going to try to pronounce Japanese right now, but it just yeah. changed the B to an M. And it's basically the same word. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a dad joke. I wonder what Nagisa's dad does. Do we know either of her parents' professions? I think her mom's a stay-at-home mom, but I don't remember. We theorized that he was a bare-knuckle boxer. Um, yes, we did. <laughs> but <laughs> it's unclear. It is unclear what her family does. Thinking about it now, if I were going to localize this joke, I would do something where it changes from thinking to drinking. Ooh, I think that would work out. I mean, there is a dub, and I didn't, like, check the dub to see what joke he might have made in it. If you're looking for the dub, you'd find out that the title was called We Need a Vacation. Yes. (laughs) So, it's hard. There probably was a similar joke to that in English, but since neither of us... I've been watching the English dub of this show, nor do I plan to watch the English dub of the show or any of the other seasons that have English dubs. It's hard to say. I might for Glitter Force, whichever one that is. There's uh, three seasons of Glitter Force right now, and they're making one for uh, Kira Kira Alamo, which was the one I started watching a couple years ago. It's the one that they're like... Furries, but they're also based on foods. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good season. I really enjoyed it, but <laughs> they're also so they're making one for that. I don't remember which seasons have been turned in the Glitter Forest. I know one's Suit, and I know one's going to be Kira Kiralamo, but there's like sixteen different seasons, so they have a lot to pick from. Hmm. What a beautiful lake. Yes. So the three. Younger ones, Honoka, Nagisa, and Ryuta, go out onto the balcony, look out at this island in the lake. And Nagisa says, hmm, there's something suspicious about this. And the older pops up and he's like, no, there isn't. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is also um, when Nagisa teases Ryuta for crushing on Honoka. Yes. And the two of them, like, walk off away from their family. Uh, who have decided that the families will be having dinner together. Yes. I mean, why not? They're all there together. Yeah. So, uh, Honoka says that her dad seems really cool. And Nakisa's like, ah, oh. You know, he's always making puns. 
and he seems unreliable. I don't know. Her dad seems just like a dad. I mean, the fact that he's not home most of the time, like we didn't see him until 10 episodes in, I guess that would make him seem unreliable. But then we get a scene because Nagisa's like, you know, it's awfully suspicious that we would both end up in the same place together, Mm -hmm. right? And Honoka's like, yeah, these coincidences feel bad. Yes. And Nagisa, it feels like for... Like one of those moments where one of those guys would appear, right? And she opens up uh, this, like, drawer. like Yeah, it's like a sliding cabinet door. In a cabinet. And Poison, he just, like, folded up in there. And just, like, makes a very surprised face. And then Nagisa closes it, and then they double take and open it again, and she's gone. Yes. And they're like... Let's not speak of this ever again. <laughs> like, nope, that's def- she definitely wasn't in there. Let's go. Uh, and as they walk away, Poisony like falls out of another cabinet door <laughs> higher up, and she is a cube. Yes, <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> I love this show so much. Like, it's just great. So, the fairies, for the first time in the episode, show up. Because mm-hmm. they, they both wake up and they're like, hey. I can sense their energy. <laughs> yes, they both sense that the other's there and they start, like, wiggling in their little pouches. Really excited. And they're like, this must be the power of our love. That we both ended up in the same place together. It's the power of love, alright. <laughs> you know, I was thinking... I feel like it's rare, maybe, that uh, the two fairies are, like, in love with each other and, like, really happy and, like, they have, like, a nice relationship. Because I feel like in other, like, magical shows, like, you don't really get that. Like, the one I'm thinking, like, Sailor Moon, like, yeah, Artemis and Luna are gonna end up together and, like, they have a future kid, but they don't really seem like they're interested in one another. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like Mipple and Meeple, like, how, like, they're just so happy and, like, they're already, like, together. I feel like that's kind of different than what you would normally get in a show. I think it started raining outside. Yes, I sent you all the rain from Connecticut. Excellent. (laughs) I hope you like my gift. It was very hard to convince the weather to move, but I did it. You know, I stood on top of my roof and I was like... Get out of here. Go to Florida. Got the big giant leaf fan out and just waved it at the sky for a little bit. <laughs> yes. Uh. Anyways, the Meepos want to eat. Um, yes. And so they both swipe the food card and then the Meepos both end up in the same food bubble. Eating a giant feast, including all you can eat lobster and shrimp. Yes. It looks really good, honestly. Like... These fairies, like, they got it all. Like, they got instant food whenever they swipe a card. I wish I could get, like, a feast by swiping. I guess, well... It sounds a lot like college. (laughs) I was gonna say, I guess I could get a feast by swiping a card. By swiping my debit card, I could go out and eat somewhere. But, like, a more instant, a bubble will appear around me. I won't have to. With a personal chef. Who yes. will get very frustrated when you just bang your fist on the table and say, I want udon rice or whatever he said that one time. Yes. 
I mean, as long as you're not Meeple, you're fine. So the fairies eat their feast. Mm-hmm. And we cut to a souvenir shop where Honoka and Nagisa are looking at a book about the legend of Hibiki Island. Mm-hmm. And then the creepy old man shows up and is like, here's the legend of the lake. Yep. Oh, yeah. No. Oh. I feel like this... No, the old man who tells them is a different old man. This is, like, the guy who's running the shop. He's... I I thought it was the same old man. See, I thought so, too, but this is someone... I'm pretty sure this is someone different. Yeah, because he's not as, like, creepy. He's just like, ah, yes, the legend of the lake. If, uh, I thought... I'm pretty sure. Okay, one second. Because, uh, like, I was, like, sitting here thinking the whole time, like, we know there's other people who work here because later we hear a voice yell out from off screen at a bit that happens later that I want to talk about. Oh, no, wait. Okay, it is the same guy. I don't know why I thought it was someone different. Because he didn't make a spooky face. That's true. Yeah, because I was looking back, and I was like, hmm, okay. A young maiden. Oh, Are go- you gonna... <laughs> I was gonna... I was like... I was about to. you wanna to. tell the legend? I... Okay, you can go ahead, Shadow. You can tell us this <laughs> legend. <laughs> a young maiden had two suitors that sword fought and killed each other. Because... <laughs> They wanted, you know, they were angry because they, they didn't believe in polyamorous relationships, I guess. It is said that you can still hear the sad song of the young maiden's flute echo on the lake. Yes. This very day. This lady was so sad that she became a tree. You know, like you do. I feel like the only time I care people in Legends to become really sad not become really sad, but, like, turn into, like, trees and stuff. You know, like, Greek mythology. I guess it happens in Japanese mythology, too, you know? You just get really sad, and you're like, I'm just gonna turn into a tree, I guess. Guess I'll become a tree. It's the meme of the old man shrugging. And it says, (laughs) guess I'll become a tree. (laughs) I feel like I want to make that meme now. (laughs) I just post it on Twitter with no... I mean, uh, I could make it. It's probably pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, it probably would be. <laughs> um, also, they put the armor of the two different warriors because they were color-coded samurai armor. One was red, yes. one was blue. That blue armor. It's Sonic. Here of all places. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you pray in between the two shrines, because the two shrines are near the tree... If you pray in between them when the sun sets, your dream will come true. Yes. You make a wish, and the wish will come true. And Nagata's like, we gotta go make a wish. Now, what do you think they are gonna wish for? Because we never get any indication what their wish is gonna be. They just wanna go make a wish at the pine tree. Um, each of them is going to wish that the other one has the same feelings for them, but they don't <laughs> know that that's what the other person wished for. <laughs> that's great. That's, Can you imagine? That's my guess. I like it. I will also, because that's very good. I love the idea. I love the show of two people being in love with the other one, but they're both like, there's no way the other one likes me back. And you're just sitting there like, you fool. You fool. You absolute buffoon. <laughs> so they talk about this and we cut to a corner where Poisony... Like, we don't see her face, but it's, it's Poisony. Because who else is creeping around besides that old man? Yeah, I can't believe Poisony has a part-time job. 
<laughs> I mean, she did sell can't. She did sell chocolate before. I guess she just picks up part-time jobs to be to spy on the pudding cures. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like working at this inn and be like, you know that that girl who was working here and she just like disappeared one day. Whatever happened to her? I think it's the same experience you have anytime like Jesse and James show up at your place of work. That's true. Um, Jesse and James of Team Rocket, in case in case it was not clear. Yes, it seems that a. Uh, Poisony's, like, main gimmick is disguising yourself as people in order to, like, get close to the pretty cares. So, they want to go out to the island, but it's foggy out, and they're like, there's no way anyone's gonna take us out there in this fog. And then this guy comes over and he's like, it's not that foggy, I'll take you over there. And I did not- I did not realize this was Poisony. Um, yeah, neither did I, I just thought it was an old man. But yeah, I was like, that's just some- Oh, guy who wants to take them over to the island. And then it's like, nope, it's poisony. Yeah, I just thought it was going to be a case of a stubborn old man decides to go take the boat out during a storm and then gets stranded or something. So I have a question. Uh-huh. So once Nagsa and Honoka walk off and it's revealed that it's poisony, the boat also disappears. She was also the boat. She was <laughs> Well, all right. <laughs> I mean, I was going to be like, if it was an illusion, how did they get across the <laughs> the lake? But I guess if she's also the boat, that does answer my question. Mm-hmm. She can also turn into vehicles. Ah, she can turn into a car. Well, she can turn into a boat. Well, you just said vehicles. Uh, well, a boat is a vehicle. Yeah, and so is a car. That's true. I want to see an episode where Poisony turns into, like, a car or something. She's got to eat something spicy first. <laughs> Is that a reference to something I don't know? Uh, yes, it's something that I also have not watched, but I've heard plenty of references to. I believe it is called Turbo Teen. Oh, is that the show where, like, the main character turns into, like, a car? Uh, yeah, if you've seen that gift of, gif of a kid turning into a car, it's that one. What is with Japan and having teens turn into cars? Oh, that was American. Ah, what's with people and having teens turn into cars? Not only was that American, it was made by the people who made Scooby-Doo. Interesting. Ruby Spears Productions. It's just so weird to think of a person just becoming, like, a car. Like, what must that entail? Um, well, if you want to watch a video clip for a second, I can show you what it entails. All right. Um... This is great audio content. Give me Please one second look up to this. find the one that I want to show you. You should all take this time while I'm watching this clip to also find this clip and watch it. That is so weird. That's a turbo teen, I guess. It really reminds me of Tokyo Mew Mew. You know, for the longest time, I thought Tokyo Mew Mew was a fake thing. You thought it was fake? Yeah, I didn't think it existed. I thought it was a joke. It, no, it's definitely real. <laughs> I thought it was a joke that someone made and then everyone was referencing that joke. <laughs> no, it's true that this girl uh, was I, I, her DNA spliced with a cat. Straight up, I literally know nothing about it other than the name and that there is a cat girl. <laughs> yes. Well, see, what happened is that aliens are like going to invade Earth. Because in Magical Girl animes, you, there's either two... Uh, either the bangers are the two things: either people from another dimension, 
in some kind of like fantasy esque thing, mm-hmm. or they're aliens. Mm-hmm. So you know, <laughs> so this is aliens this time, and uh, all the main characters have their DNA spliced with an endangered animal, mm-hmm. and that allows them to trans uh, transform into their magical form. Mm-hmm. It's a it's pretty good. It's weird, but you know, I feel like turning into a car is weirder. Weird. Her. Well, he really just had his DNA spliced with the most endangered animal of all. A car? A 1980s Camaro <laughs> or whatever. I feel like this is the uh, episode we just gone off the most off topic on. Uh, yes, because we started off topic. It's true. I mean, Sonic was here. Not Sonic. Oh, no. Whoa, did somebody say Sonic? <laughs> That blue hedgehog, here of all places. <laughs> so they they find the shrine. Yeah. And they, they, they both pick one to look into where the armors are, and uh, and the one that Honoka looks into, the sword kind of like because when Poisony revealed herself, like the. Zakana cloud that usually like appears when they get summoned appeared. Yeah, she so she turned the purple. She turned the sky purple, and then the sky was like Zakana. Zakana. So these armors now are Zakana because we see the sword like get unsheathed, and the armors kind of like burst out of the shrines and like appear behind Honoka and Nagisa, and they grow and- to be fifty feet tall. Yes. And Honoka and Nagisa kind of, like, shuffle, like, over to each other and, like, did you hear that sound? Did you hear someone say Zakana? They're like, oh, no. Yeah, it sure sounded like that, huh? <laughs> that means... And then they look behind them, and there are the armors. Which also, like, turn around, because they weren't facing Honoka and Nagisa, and... They start a chase down the hill. Yes, they run away instead of transforming. Um, and as they're running, a sword, like, they get attacked for a bit, and a sword slash grazes Honoka's hair because we see some strands fall to the ground. Yes. Um, and they get sent flying. Meanwhile, at dinner. Yes. So, Ryota was bribed earlier in this episode to not tell uh, the families that Honoka and Agisa are going off to this island because. Uh, Nagisa was like, if you don't tell them, we will, uh, Honoka will play with you all day tomorrow. And he's like, okay. And Honoka doesn't say anything. She's like, I guess. Yeah, she, like, looked put away, back at at first. Like, hey, what, what, what are you doing? Um, and then she just had, like, that polite smile on her face the rest of the time. Yeah. So, Ryoda's, like, he tries to lie about it, but then he's like, actually... They said that. Actually, I'm a huge narc. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) They said they would be back by dinner, but they're not. They went to the island to pray to the setting sun. And then Nagisa's dad is big mad and gets on a boat and loses an oar and starts rowing in circles. Yes. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to go get them. And everyone else was like, yeah, I'll also go. And he's like, no, it's best to do this alone. And he does just take a a boat. He's like, I'm going there through the sheer power of my anger. 
Mm-hmm. So he gets on the. So we cut away from him swimming, not swimming, but like rolling around in circles to Nagisa and Honoka, who finally get the chance to transform into Cure Black and Cure White. And they start fighting the giant suits of armor. They do, like, pretty well. Like, it's a basic pretty cure fight, you know? Mm-hmm. They, like, run up stuff and, like, try and, like, kick and punch at the suit's armor, and the armor tries to cut at them. I will say, then, there's, like, a very good sequence um, where Nagisa runs up the sword, um, and then they both get thrown, like, the armors grab both of them and throw them at each other. Yes. And then in midair, they hook each other's arms and spin around and throw the, each other back at the armor. Yes. But we get a really cool scene because uh, they're down on the ground and one of the Zakena tries to, like, brings the sword down onto Honoka and she just stops it, like, in her hands. And, like, she's equally surprised that she just managed to stop this sword, like, with just her bare hands. Yeah, she does the thing where you, like, clap your hands onto either side of the blade. Yeah. But, sadly, her cool move does not last long because she ends up uh, getting knocked away and the cicada cuts like a tree and it falls onto her leg. Mm-hmm. My leg! My leg! And this is when uh, Honoka's dad... Not Honoka. Why do I keep... Honoka's dad is somewhere in a different country. I mean, give it like eight years. Yeah. Nice's dad tries to like... He's like climbing up the cliffside? No, he's not climbing the cliffside. He's, like, trying to make his way over to them, like, calling out to Nagisa and Honoka. And Poisony sees him and tries... She, like, knocks him off this cliffside. Yeah, she, like, like, makes a magic net thing and pulls him backwards. It's strange. It is weird. And I can't believe Nagisa's father is dead. And mm-hmm. Fell off a cliff. <laughs> we never saw a body, but I'm sure he's dead. I'm sure he is. You know. Um, and then Nagisa's about to be straight up murdered. Yep. But then, some flute starts playing. Maria! <laughs> no, it's the young maiden. Apparently her ghost is playing the flute. I guess ghosts are real in Pretty Cure. Uh, yes, in this episode, the ghosts are real. Yes. I do not remember if Nagisa was wearing a red shirt or not. I don't think so. I don't think anyone's wearing a red shirt. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. But they're like, man, the legend's real. And I was not expecting this. I was not expecting them to use rainbow therapy in this episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, we should mention that when the flute plays, it makes the armors, like, get massive headaches. Yes. They seem to be very affected by this. And Poison is like, what the hell is going on? I did not account for ghosts. <laughs> I mean, who does? But yes. So they're like, we gotta make the Zakano remember who they are. Which are also ghosts, I guess. Remember who you are. <laughs> so they use rainbow therapy, and it works. I guess it works on possessed suits of armor. Mm-hmm. But only if there's a legend about them. And only if they're being possessed by a Zakana and not, like, ghosts. Yes. <laughs> So the suits of armor go back into their little shrines. Mm-hmm. Everything's all fixed. And Honoka's now oh my god, why do you keep saying Honoka? <laughs> Nagi says dad. 
appears up the cliffside because, hey, he's not dead after all. And he's very mad at Nagisa. He's, he starts, like, yelling at her, like, like, why did you do this? This was incredibly dangerous. Like, I, I understand why he's mad because, like, mm-hmm. they could have been hurt and he had no idea. So they all return back to the inn. And they all, Honoka and Nagisa apologize. To everyone who's gathered outside of the inn. Yes. Uh, and Grandma seems chill about it. Yeah. I mean, we did uh, assume that she knows that they're mm-hmm. pretty here. So I, she seems to whisper to them, be like, hey, don't be so reckless. Like, uh, come on. She also tells them that there is a second version of the legend. Yes. And in this legend, oh, she does say that, but then the guy appears again to actually tell the legend instead of grandmother. He had to bump, he had to jump in and say, um, actually. <laughs> yeah. So this version of the legend says that the young maiden was <clears throat> caught up in the middle of a war and that the two soldiers instead died protecting her and i i I guess she still turned into a pine tree out of her sadness of losing these two Mm -hmm. i mean that's just something that always happens if you get sad you you become a tree yep and uh honoka's grandmother does say that uh a line that says that you know she was sad because she lost uh the most precious things to her in the world and nagsa repeats that and it makes her realize like why her dad was so mad oh Oh? I mean, I guess that's probably the correct way to read it. How did you read it? Um, you know, you just, you face a life or death situation, um, where a friend, putting friend in quotes here, um, is trapped, (laughs) and otherwise everything would have been lost, and, you know, it's like, the thing that's most important to you. Yes. I mean, I also started reading it that way. But then we get to a scene where oh, yeah. everyone- like, like, it definitely cuts into the thing that's like, oh yeah, okay, that thing. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, everyone takes a bath because there's a hot spring in this inn, of course. And uh, Nagisa talks to her dad where she was, uh, she's like, I understand, like, why you were so mad because I'm precious to you. And, like, he gets really embarrassed about it. Yeah, for someone who's such, like, a goofy, laid-back guy- He's got, like, a very extreme problems showing affection. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he, like, immediately turns to, like, a bunch of, like, pictures and, like, uh, statues. And he's like, oh, look, it's our great-great-grandfather. And, oh, great-great-grandfather and great-grandmother's here, too. And, like, make- he also makes another pun mm-hmm. that I forgot to write down. Where, because their last name is Miss Sumi. And he makes a joke on that. Uh, they'd be Miss Sumi very much. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's very good. But Nagasa is very touched by this because we cut to the next day and she's like clinging on to her father, just happy to know that he loves her so much. And she offers to carry all the bags, even though they're pretty heavy. And then Ryuta is like, I will also carry a bag. And he tries to take Honoka's bad bag, but it's too heavy because Honoka's very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in their school uniforms, they are both amazingly tough, I believe is what the theme song would let you know. Yes, but we end there on a very nice note. Yes, we've ended there. Um, so what's, what we got on the next time? Uh, it seems that there's this girl in the school who's very, uh, that's what I'm looking for. 
prolific. Yes. She's, like, really good at sports and school. And then suddenly she starts appearing everywhere. There's just so many of her. Ha <laughs> ha. What's going on? Tune in next time to find out. So, if you would like to talk to us about ghosts or Sonic the Hedgehog. Or if you want to send us your image macro of the old man saying, guess I'll turn into a tree. Yes. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at PrePodEngage. And if you want to find me, Charlie, you can find me at Magical underscore Pride. And if you want to find me, Shadow the Hedgehog, you can find me on the Space Colony Arc. <laughs> Thank you for being on this podcast, Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Madlobotanist, M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Uh, you can also find other shows that I do... Such as Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. Happy Halloween. Check that out on Halloween. I'm putting down the hints because big things will be happening on Halloween. And if you want to eventually hear us talk more about Sonic, if you liked our special guest, Sado, uh, you can listen to the other podcasts we do. Hey, let's talk about it and find that Twitter account at Hey, let's talk cast. Mm-hmm. And until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Faker. Ha. You're the fake hedgehog around here. You're not even good enough to be my fake. <laughs> oh, I love you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to get away with dumb shit like this. What do you think Shadow Saver anime is? Um, give me one second. I'm gonna do some googling. This is going to be great content. Mm-hmm. We'll just talk about Sonic in this podcast since the other podcast hasn't come out yet. Um, hmm. You know, I am not, I'm not sure. It's okay. We'll come back oh, to it no, no, The better question is what anime did Maria watch on the Space Colony arc? Oh. Um, because hmm. Shadow would have just watched whatever Maria was watching. And I think it might just be Utena. Oh, you know what? I can't believe that. Probably something around Utena, maybe Sailor Moon. She drives a car that's also a woman. (laughs) And also she has a sword. You know, it be like that sometimes. It really do be like that sometimes. (laughs) 